to another thrilling episode of Punch Up Your Life. I am Andrew Lazat, the host of this podcast. And uh, this week, a guest comes in and they pitch me their life as if it's a big budget blockbuster Hollywood film. And then we get into it and really like the who's and why's and uh, punch it up and just see what happens. And this week is no different, but also very different because the guest this week is Hools K. Uh, Hools is great. I I met them at Second City. I've seen them do a lot of like alt comedy throughout the city, and uh, they were always on my show Stupid Fancy, where they'd improvise songs based on paintings they'd never seen before. And they were really good, and that's super hard, you guys. Let's just take a minute to acknowledge that. But they're also a playwright and... Uh, check them out on their Twitch stream and Hools K on all of the Instagram stuff. So apparently very popular on the Twitch and I don't really know what that is. So I'm going to stop talking about it right now. But what I will tell you is that this, this is an interesting episode because it's so emotionally primed. Like it's almost a reverse Oprah where like, I thought we were going to get into some stuff. Someone might cry, but um, what actually happened is like they've just done all the work on themselves and know uh, where to put all the right boundaries. And so it was it was more matter of fact matter of like this is what it is, this is what it looks like, and this is how it was. And and that that's powerful. And it, it kind of judo flipped me where it brought up some of my stuff and like I was a little bit, you know, winded. Uh, and again, Hools really stepped up to the plate and I feel like carried me across the finish line a couple moments because I, I didn't expect that to happen. Is that the thing that happens? Has anyone ever made Oprah cry in an interview? Because I think that should be the new gold standard. Um, but regardless, um, I hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, I hope it was as cathartic for you as it was for me. But it, but in a nice way, you know, some, not like a whole ego death, but maybe like some catharsis, unless you want ego death, I just wouldn't push that on you, you know, if there's like levels to that, this is a very, like, this is a, this is not a calm blue ocean, it's, but it's only mildly frothy blue ocean, so enjoy that. Welcome to another thrilling episode of uh, Punch Up Your Life, and yeah. with today's guest, Hools K. Yay! Yay. Hello. Hello. How's it going? It, it, it is going well. I have had very few interactions with a trucker convoy, and that's, oh, that's good. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot that's happening right now. I've been, I've just been in my house for probably the last month. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, like just the restaurant where I work, you would go outside and you could hear all of them blaring. Oh my goodness. I know. Wow. And then you'd be like, okay. well, at least they're not here, though. Oh, yeah, because you work right down on like King, um, the Esplanade, right? I do. Yes. I, I yeah, do. I remember we ran into each other like way long ago. 
right? And apparently, oh. I've had other people on the podcast that apparently did live down the street. I'm like, oh, we could have done this in person if oh, you want. Oh, perfect. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the all pomp right. and circumstance, the laptops and the expensive headphones yes, is of course. all yeah. about it. Really just adds. Holly, do you want to say what your pitch is or should I? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't quite remember the wording that I used, but um, so it's uh, okay. So um, family, crazy family drama um, and where do I fit in Um, with my – there's multiple – uh, adventures that happen and uh, pinpointing that like there's not much of a relationship, but also trying to find a relationship within this like broken family dynamic um, where like my sister uh, has is pregnant with a baby daddy who uh, ends up like having a cocaine addiction. She breaks up with him and then they end up still getting married. Mom, my mother doesn't come to the wedding um, it's oh, like a whole thing. And now I'm at the point where like my family's literally split down the middle with my dad and my sister on one side, my mom and my other sister on the other side. And I'm like, where do I fit in? So I just think it'd be a really fun. Um, I, I think it'd be a, a great story. I think that there's like a lot to play with. <laughs> you really brought the heat like right out of the gate. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's like, that is my life though. Every time yeah. I tell it to, to friends, I update them. They're like, Oh, what's new with the family drama. So, okay. In, in terms of a tone mm-hmm. of how you want this portrayed, I'm guessing dark comedy. Yeah. 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 Right? Definitely. Like, Malcolm in the middle, shameless. Um, uh, yeah, darker. I guess family. Um, <laughs> so I've just recently watched Succession. Oh, okay. Have you seen yeah. Succession? I have not, but I have heard okay. that it is the dramatic version of Arrested Development. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's uh, like that style of film, I guess, because it's got this like it's like a weird like corporate businessy tone. But it is, yeah, it's like filmed in a Arrested Development camera style where it like does the weird like close up thing, you know, where like the camera does that. So you're like, am I watching a comedy? I don't understand, but everything is the worst. Uh, and it's just all of these family members who just all suck. Like they're just terrible people. Uh, I don't think that my family are terrible people. I should say that. Um, but I do want to have that like element to it where you're like, What? How how does any of this work, you know? Right. So we're hmm. – I was going to say we're supposed to relate to the failing, but I mean that yeah. in a very, like, Homer Simpson way. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're – yeah, like, there's the the universal feeling that, like, you, you want a family. You want to belong, right? So I think there's that, like, you're following the main character, which was me. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to find that belonging. Um, and I think like in the end of it, there's I mean, maybe like the end is she like steps away. That's kind of where I've, I have as a person stepped away. Okay. Um, where it kind of has that revelation because you don't see that a lot of the time, you know, like people try and make families work so heavily that like, yeah, you realize you can't. Well, no, because it's a very hard thing to swallow in just film and television. It's like you're dealing with someone with a, uh, personality disorder, mm-hmm. <laughs> for example, mm-hmm. it's just like 
the film will give resolution where there wouldn't necessarily be resolution in that yeah. situation. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, so what do you, what do you want the audience thinking about? Why, why this, what keeps you yeah. up at night? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, and like, I'm going to play a lot back on the succession, uh, uh, mode because it's that like, you don't believe that this is the next thing that's going to happen. Like something happens and you're like, what? No, that's not, that's not a thing that can happen. So it's just like these, like I specifically remember, and I think this is like a great, um, maybe the like start off point. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like getting, like sitting at a bar with my friend and we're like, I'm like pretty drunk. And then there's like a group message with my family where my sister literally uninvites my mom to the wedding in this chat and then leaves the chat. And I'm like, I probably should deal with this, but I'm also like pretty drunk. And I just like get on the phone and I'm like, fuck mom, fuck this. Like just trying to be like, whose side am I on? I don't know. Uh, so I, I, I think there's like the element. Uh, yeah. I really want to play to the like comedy of it of like, mm-hmm. this is so absurd, but I also like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Would you say that this whole thing, I mean, we can jump back and forward in time for like point accentuators. Yeah. Yeah. But would you say that it it's all culminating in this wedding? Like yeah, everything no. that for a for a movie version, yeah. Yeah. I think the the wedding would be probably like the big event. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. And so in the wedding, what what is your job? <laughs> I was uh voluntold to be the um the the uh, driver because my uh, father is an alcoholic and uh, he wanted to get wasted, of course, because uh, he spent all the money to, you know, pay for the wedding. Right. Um, he has to make but, it back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in, in alcohol right. sales, I guess. Um, and so I was before I was even allowed to think it was like, OK, you're going to be driving me and my wife home. My parents are separated. Um, so there's also like the other element of an extra person. In that, like, my mom has a person, my dad has another person, so it's an, another level of, like, this person trying to fit in. Like, my mm. stepmom is just like, okay, I'm just going to go along with everything. <laughs> um, so there's that, too, where she's, like, trying to be the mom I don't have. And I'm like, oh, sweetheart. Oh. Um, it's, it's nice, but. Yeah, that's, um. That's a well-meaning misstep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then also my other job was to drop the the children that were born already uh, prior to the marriage um, off at my mother's place for the night. <laughs> so I had to also go to my mom's house with the kids so that my, my sister could have the night with her husband. Um, like oh, in my yeah. bridesmaid's dress and just like drop the kids off and my mom doesn't ask a single thing about the wedding and I'm like, this is so awkward. Oh, this this stays. Yes, yes. Okay. This is definitely definitely a moment of like, um, we're not gonna talk about it. Okay. And, okay. And, okay, but you did have a bridesmaid's dress on. You were that I did. and the driver. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was also Courtney a bridesmaid. Pulled yeah. like a major power move and just wore a bridesmaid's dress. <laughs> yeah. No. Imagine. No. I just was like, hey, let me borrow that while I go. No. No. I guess I was also a bridesmaid, but um, I was like the most low key bridesmaid, which also I think adds to that element of like the craziness of a wedding. But like my sister was like, you don't have to come to the bachelorette or like bring me anything. I was like, okay, I'll just I'll just hang out. It is nice because you do have the VIP access without any of the yeah. responsibility. I know. I got to like have the, have the food first, and that's really my my main goal. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're you're at the main table. So yeah. where where does this start in your mind? Yeah, I think. Um, where is the ordinary being, day that breaks into chaos? Yeah, I think uh, being asked to be a bridesmaid. Um, would be like, cause my sisters actually came to visit cause they, they all live in Thunder Bay. So, um, it would be also separated by like space and time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my sister, my older sister, and my younger sister came to visit, uh, just to hang out, uh, which again, I was like, this is weird. And, uh, I remember us just like hanging out in the park. And then my younger sister was, who was supposed to be a bridesmaid and also got that status revoked. Um, was was hanging out and talking about bridesmaids and I was like, oh man, if you asked me to have bridesmaid, I'd have to say no. And both my sisters like looked at each other and I was like, oh no, you're gonna ask me, aren't you? Oh <laughs> and no. it was like oh, I already wanted to bite my tongue and I was like, oh, okay. And then um just like weird happenstance, like someone that I was dating at the time was like hanging out with me while my sisters were there. I don't remember why he was invited over, but like he was in the middle of all this while like it was happening. So it was also like the element of just like some random dude being like, what is happening? My sister's there. My sister literally has this like box that's like, will you be my bridesmaid? And like brings it out. And I'm like, okay, I guess I can't say no. Like, Was there anything in the box or did you have yeah, to like write yeah. down I yes mean, and put yeah. it in? Exactly. Box. Just like check yes or no if you like me. Um, no, there was a like silk robe that said bridesmaid on it. And there was a uh, wine glass that said, will you be my bridesmaid? Oh yeah. My sister went all out. Like she's pretty very like a creative uh, person, which, you know, I'm, I, I think she's very talented, but like. It was, yeah, it was an all out like box set of like, here you go, open it. And I had to like sit there opening this with like this guy that I'm dating that my sisters don't even know who this guy is. My two sisters, one's super pregnant. And then the other one has her like nine month old kid. And I'm just like, okay, opening this box when I already said I was going to say no, but now I have to say yes. So I think that's like a good really like starter of like, mm -hmm. that's a, yeah. That's a nice tense moment right off the bat. Yeah. And like you, you didn't see this wedding coming at all or. No, because uh, right before the wedding. So like, I think that's, that's a good starter, but then we can also play into like flashbacky things because right before the wedding was the event, which was my sister found out that her baby daddy uh, was um, using all of their money for cocaine and was like a big cokehead and was like leaving in the middle of the night to go hang out with his brother who like sells cocaine, I guess. Um, 
And so it was like this big thing. She left him. She like took her kid and like my mom, like obviously took her under a wig and it's like, don't worry, I got you. We've got you. We're here for you. Right. And then a week and then a week later, she's back with him and then pregnant again. So um, <laughs> this all happened. And then they're like, OK, just kidding. The wedding's still happening. Um, yeah. Was there. Did everybody just grin and jump on board or was there a wedding shower slash intervention? Well, here, yeah, yes. Which is also, again, like this is, it's a movie in itself, which is why I'm glad we're doing this. Um, Yeah, there was um, my, my younger sister. And this is the, this is the reason why they got uninvited. My younger sister and my mother went to my father who was funding the wedding and keep in mind, my mom hasn't seen my dad in like 10 years. Like they separated and she just like cut him out of her life, uh, despite him being in our lives. It was very weird. And hmm. so my mom brought my younger sister to my dad and they like begged him to try and cancel the wedding. Which your dad was on board for because no. he would save that money? Okay. No, no. My dad was like... Um, she's an adult and she can make her own decisions. Uh, and I'm not going to tell her she can or cannot do something. Uh, and yeah, uh, that's, that's the moment when my sister was like, my older sister who was getting married was like, uh, yeah, you're not allowed to come to my wedding if you're trying to literally cancel it. Uh, I honestly thought there was going to be a moment that my mom showed up the wedding and was like, I object. It didn't happen, but there was that tension. I mean, we all love a good I object at a wedding. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I've had it happen. I've definitely been at weddings where it should have happened. Yeah. 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 Uh, It didn't, luckily. And I think maybe my sister was probably very anxious the whole time because she was, like, afraid of my mom showing up. Uh, But, yeah, there's that element, too, I think, of, like, is is – is Karen going to come? Of course, her right. name is Karen. Um, <laughs> and yeah, even like during the wedding too, there's there can be like scenes which were people asking me like where my mom was. Oh, <laughs> and me yeah. having to be like, of course, you're not going to ask the bride that. So you're yeah. going to ask the sister. <laughs> it, it, she's going to be like a secret DJ the whole time and like take off a mustache yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was here the whole time. You didn't see me. And then she drops the beat because she's still a DJ. Yeah. She's like, I got to do, do my job though. Like I got paid for this. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. How, Oh, <laughs> there is so many questions because you were right. Every yeah. time I thought something was going to happen, it was not the thing I thought it was. Yeah. I this know. Is all left turns. Yes, that's my life. It's great. <laughs> what is what is the family dynamic like generally? Like, do you have a different relationship between your sisters? Do yeah. you like, is there a, this is what it's like when, you know, my dad and this sister get together mm. or my mom and this person are in the same room yeah. together or. Like, how do you Uh, navigate that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, for a very long time, I was kind of like uh, the parent figure in all forms of sense because my parents are children. Um, 
So I would be the one who would like guide my mom into the right direction. She'd be like, I don't understand why your sister's doing this. And I'd be like, well, did you think about this? And she's like, no, I didn't. Thank you for telling me. I'm like, okay, well, this is an awkward uh, relationship. Uh, My father uh, is an alcoholic, as I mentioned, and really only has real conversations with people when he's like plastered. Um, So outside of that, it's like, uh, always walking on tiptoe with him of like, how is he feeling right now? How much has he had to drink? Uh, because otherwise you're not going to get much out of him or he's just going to be like angry because he hasn't had his alcohol yet for the day. Uh, so it's like a very weird eggshells kind of situation with him. Right. Um, my older sister, I get along with, uh, mo- but yeah, I guess our relationship, she, she and I were in the same grade because she failed a grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when she got held back, she stole all my friends. So I didn't have any friends uh, throughout all of high school because they were like, we want to hang out with the cool older sister. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So Ooh. my relationship with my sister has always kind of been like, well, you're cooler than and prettier than me. So I guess I'll just like let you be because I didn't want to like be caught, become trouble for anyone. So uh, that was kind of our like younger relationship. And now that we're adults, I guess um, she she's very supportive and she's very like excited about my life. She's always very excited to see what else I'm doing. Um, so I think we have a pretty like decent relationship, but we can't talk about anything real. Where like any time that I've had to bring up something real or I try to, she just like goes off. Um, so I just kind of try and avoid that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my younger sister is, uh, very, uh, she's very innocent is the word that I would use for her, where she just likes to think that the, like everyone wants what's best for everyone. And it's, that's not how the world works, but she wants to believe that she's like very kind hearted. And she just like, like her actually going with my mom to my dad to try and cancel the wedding is because she's concerned for my sister and like concerned for the, their children of like, and, I'm afraid. And does she, does your older sister know that enough no. that she's like, not, Oh, okay. No, no. My older sister literally is like, she broke my heart. She broke my trust. I can't like, I can't be around her. Uh, they used to be very, very close. Uh, like they used to hang out all the time because they, they were the, the children that had kids. So like they had that in common. But yeah, yeah. as soon as my sister like went behind her back, my, my older sister um, was like, uh, you stab me in the back, you're a bitch and I can't trust you. And my younger sister was like, I just, I just, I just wanted everyone to be happy and be on the same page. I was like, oh, sweetheart. Uh, so yeah, it's a very strange scenario. And then the one sister that I haven't mentioned, uh, is my youngest sister. She's a half sibling. Um, and she has lived her entire life in the shadow of us. And I think she's felt like she doesn't belong even though like we've always called her our sister we've never been referred to her as our half sister yeah um we just know that she has a different father uh but she's always felt that i think in her in growing up like that she didn't belong um because us three would go away with my father to visit our family there and she would be left alone so it was like she felt very isolated i think so she's constantly like trying to find her own path throughout uh but 
and she's also very young. Like she's probably, I think she's like 10 years younger than me, maybe less than that. But uh, yes, we don't really have a relationship at all. Um, I just know she exists. (laughs) Okay. There's a lot of different tensions going on at this wedding then. Like how, how do you feel about weddings? How does your family feel about weddings? Uh, so I'm of the, I'm of the, uh, the position that, uh, I don't think that marriage should exist. Uh, so (laughs) I have to bite my tongue when I go to weddings because I'm like, this is really stupid. Uh, uh, but also I understand that it's very important for the people who, who do believe in marriage. So, um, yeah, it was. I, I was a, a, a anxiety ball the whole time. I, when I, I remember I was uh, dating a couple people at the time and both of them, I was like, Hey, um, I'm polyamorous. I'm not cheating. Just so you know. <laughs> um, I was like, Hey, can you just like be on the, on the sidelines? So if I need to call someone, I have someone to talk to. Oh, man. Out. I had to have multiple people <laughs> to go to. Um, Wait, you didn't bring multiple dates. I know, to the right? No, I didn't even get a plus one. I was like, you could have given me a plus three, but hey, it's fine. You didn't give me anything. <laughs> That's oh, another baller move that was mm-hmm. just waiting there. I know. I know. Just like, boom. Hey, I'm just showing up with all my partners. Here we go. Boom. Uh, yeah. So and it was also the first time when I came to visit Thunder Bay that I stayed with my dad because usually I stayed with my mom. Uh mm-hmm. And again, here's another scene. Just throwing them at you. Uh, one of the one of the days of the nights that I was there, I was like going to go out to meet some friends. And then my dad just became very talkative and like was in a very like drunk state and was asking me, like, I just don't understand why Karen would do this. Like, I don't get why she can't just be there for her daughter. Like family's the most important. And he like starts crying and I'm like, Oh my God, what's happening. And then all of a sudden he was like, we like turned it to me and he's like, you know, like, I just want you to like be happy, like doing what you're doing. And he's like, never really supported me, my career. Like he just doesn't understand it. Uh, for the whole time that like I, when I decided I was going to theater school, he just like basically stopped talking to me. Uh, so yeah. I was like, wow, I'm a disappointment. That's cool. Uh, and so I told him, I, I was like, all right, well, you're, we're talking about it. I was like, well, honestly, I thought that like, you were disappointed in me um, and like you didn't want to have anything to do with me. And then he was just like, Oh my God, like, I'm sorry. I made you feel that way. That is not what I wanted at all. Oh, and he's wow. just like pouring his emotions out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, this, yeah. This might be a whole different dad than normal. This might, we might only get to see your dad as the overly emotional one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, we'll have two different actors. So, like the one that plays my dad, and then the one that plays the overly emotional one. Um, um, yeah. What? Because I'm going to tie this back to the hero's journey. Yeah. And and like and where young am I? And all that? That stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, what? What is your family losing in the marriage? What are they gaining? Mm, um. Yeah, honestly, uh, it's hard because I actually don't think that marriage uh, matters. Uh, so as far as like my sister being married, right, right, it's like, I don't know. What are you getting out of this? Like, I don't understand why she got married. Like, that's my my 
brain. I'm like, why did you get married to this guy? Now you're stuck with him. Like, I, like, I don't know. What if it doesn't work out? Like people change, That that's where my brain is at. Um, you know, I guess my sister's happier. I don't know. Did well, I mean, through it, she's not talking to your mother anymore, mm-hmm. but they're yeah. also gaining a family. Yeah. But I do enjoy the idea of you doing like, don't slay the dragon. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. No one needs to slay dragons. No, no. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as far as, yeah, I guess like, yeah, my sister's losing her relationship with my mother. Um, I don't really know if there was anything gained or lost from this marriage. That's the thing. Other than like my sister literally being tied to this person. Um like there's so many dynamics within the family that I think would still be there whether or not the, the marriage happened. Um, oh right. Yeah. So like was there was there a speech at one point that was mainly just someone talking like so you're joining this family and you uh, you, need you'd no- think you'd yeah. think uh no because uh my dad is awful at giving speeches uh so I didn't, wasn't even like, I don't even remember it, him just being like, oh, I'm very bad at this. Just wanted to say congratulations to Sam and Michelle. Uh, yeah. And that was it. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyone on Sam's side of the family, just like, they didn't, I don't even know. I didn't even know if they were there. Like, that's the thing. I'm like, I assume that his mom was there, but I don't remember seeing her or meeting her. Um, yeah. Oh, his brother. His brother did make a speech and was like, Michelle, you're part of us now. Da, da, da. But uh, I don't really have a high Drink opinion of him. So. Yeah, exactly. Come on. The dude uh, in the bay. Um, yeah. Yeah, because like I'm <laughs> I think both my parents have been like, you can elope. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, among other things, that's mostly like they have a fear of public speaking that terrifies them to Aww. the core. They're like, I just don't want to do that part. <laughs> but like, I saw my dad give the the grace before we ate at a wedding Aww. once, and he pulled out like a huge like lexicon thing, like oh really worked God. on that. It's just Aww. like he's very good at being creative. As long as it's not sharing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In a weird That's so way. Funny. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And looking back at it, like, I don't mind eloping. That that seems very practical to me. Yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. That. The whole, like, wedding hullabaloo is just so, so crazy to me. I mean, I don't mind being the guest at a wedding that's not my family um, and just, like, having a nice, fun party. But uh, <laughs> family right. wedding's not so great. Was there was there a subtext going on during the wedding too? Was there a? Uh, I mean, like uh, aside from people asking me where my mom was, um, my uh, you're right. So that is a good one. <laughs> here's another. Here's another level. Uh, here's another thing to throw at you. My mom cut off her entire family when I was 15. So my grandmother, all my aunts and cousins and uncles, just like stopped existing um but my aunt and my uh grandma maybe not my grandma i don't know my grandma wasn't there but my aunt who like again i hadn't seen in probably like 10 years because she stopped existing was at the wedding (laughs) so there was that like oh hey aunt kathy how's your life been for the last 10 years oh wow so you're like reconciling family within yeah 
family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what's what's the emotional journey for you going on during all of this? Um, honestly, I was just like trying to get through the entire night uh, because I like I knew there, there's like ups and downs of it. I mean, I was I was also like, let's just get this over with, like leading up to the actual like ceremony. I just remember us like waiting in this small room. I can't remember what we were, what we were waiting for. Uh, where there's like six people in this tiny room with like a very, very small child. And then like the flower girl who's now like two, um, but also like a baby. And it was just like this tight room. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tight. Like, can we just go and sit? I'm wearing heels. And then we also had to take like the, there was like a, um, in between the ceremony and the reception, we did like photos, like wedding photos, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it was at this old, it's called the old fort. Uh, maybe it's just Fort William now um, in Thunder Bay, which is basically like they have all these uh, wo- old wooden houses and like they teach about like the fur trade and stuff. It says like, cause it's like on a lake. So there's like a big trading industry back in whatever the year that was. Yeah. Um, 1800s. I don't know. Uh, so it's this beautiful, like historic kind of setting, but it was also like, sort of raining and so we're in it's like september so it was cold and like no one had a jacket but we're like waiting around and we're like taking these pictures and i'm just like oh i just don't want to be here uh the whole time and then like also surrounded by my sister's friends who i'm like uh i don't know who any of you are (laughs) because i haven't been around so i don't know anyone um or maybe Brittany was one of them. I can't remember. Maybe not. So yeah, Brittany was one of my friends in in grade seven that my sister stole. Um, <laughs> so maybe she was a bridesmaid. I mean, that adds something. That adds a level of something of like, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, just like by the end of this, you've got to realize you're like, mm, I'm walking away from this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it because I haven't been back. I honestly have not visited uh, in, since that wedding. Um, and it was just mostly like, okay, yeah, I don't really need to involve myself in all of this drama because I really like my life. And despite the fact that none of my family really ask about what I'm doing, um, I am very happy with what I've created. So I think, yeah, it comes to like an element of me being like, okay, um, you know what? I, I don't need to participate in all of this stuff. Like I don't need to engage, uh, but there's still that like there's still that hook of like they are my family they still want me in their life because i'm a family member uh and i haven't done anything horrible uh (laughs) i haven't cut anyone out uh so they're still technically in my life and it's just like this weird i hear updates but i'm like okay what now what's new now what's going on now was there a moment where you're just like oh yeah this is what i'm doing um I don't know. I like, yeah, I, I don't know if there was an actual realization. I think for a movie version. Yeah. I think that would make more sense. Um, I think like, yeah, I, I do remember just like the end of the wedding and I was just so exhausted and I'm like, I want to go home, but I have to drive my dad home. So I have to be here until we're done. So we have to pack everything up because we had to close up for the end of the night. Um, because we didn't have it for the next day. So we also had to clean the entire hall before leaving. Uh, And I just remember like calling my partner and being like, I'm so tired of this. And he's like, you know, you don't like, you don't have to 
like participate. You don't have to engage. Like you don't have to right. do that. And it's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like I don't actually have to like invest so much in, into this thing that I'm not really gaining anything from. A hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Did did the wedding accomplish its goal? It, were, yeah. were, was the estranged family reunited with the other mm-hmm. family? And uh, well, I think it was just my aunt who was there, so there wasn't like a big, big amount oh, okay. of them that came. It was just my aunt, but it was also kind of last minute. I'm assuming because it was weird that all of a sudden she was there. I'm like, you reconnected with Aunt Kathy. Nice. Okay. She's like, yeah, yeah. I went to a barbecue with the family. I was like, oh, that's fun. Um, yeah. Does your family, I'm seeing this as a unified moment. Does your family have like a go-to song that they dance to at a wedding? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> my... My dad and my sister's dance was to uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, the like ukulele version. Okay. Um, <laughs> there is that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I missed a big chunk of the wedding when I was delivering the child's, the children to my mother. Oh. Um, apparently there was games that happened. I missed that, um, which I'm okay with. Um, yeah, it was pretty, I mean, I think it was pretty low key after as soon as the like the reception part was done and it was just like whatever's left over um yeah what was like hanging out with your mom like oh my god it was so awkward because i i didn't want to be there i had a child like i had two children one that was like a baby baby and i remember like trying to get the child out of the car seat but i didn't know how to unhook it and so i'm like outside in this dress and heels like with two kids (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then my mom's boyfriend comes out and says, let me help you. I know how to do that. I know how to deal with this. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, cool. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, cool. Take the kid. And, uh, like, they brought the kids in. And it was just, like, I remember being so awkward. And, like, them just kind of paying attention to the kids. And my mom, like, asking me about, like, my life, I guess, maybe. And then her <laughs> telling me, like, oh, yeah, work has just been crazy, you know? I've just been, like, so consumed. Like, she works at an old folks' home. She's, like, a, a recreational person. She does all their activities and stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. And so she was like, yeah, you know, she's been so crazy with Mary Beth and blah, blah, blah. And she's just telling me about her life. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to the wedding that you're not at. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, have so much fun. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I, I'm i also just going to say, like, again, a thing with my family is at some point during the wedding, everyone's drunk and they're going to play Rasputin by Boney M. <laughs> and everyone's going to dance in a circle. Like, Oh, that's that's great. I don't care if you're on crutches, you're going to get up. You're going to get up into the circle. I even yeah. remember when my great-grandmother turned 100. Oh, my God. We didn't know what to get a 100-year-old person. So there's just a giant bag of money. Oh, my God. And then somebody gets out a fiddle because, yes, we're those people. Yeah. And you just, you just dance in a circle. That's great. Just That's whatever. family thing. Whatever's happening, there's a the, there's you're going to dance, be, and it's going to be in a circle, in a circle. shape. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if that's the moment of the family all coming together. Coming like together, if there's a big yeah. blowout fight 
at the uh-huh. wedding and then somebody puts on like on the song yeah 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 just like all right all right let's stop fighting and do this <laughs> yeah this is bigger than all of us yeah this yeah. is the bgs yeah I'm choosing something like that yeah um i i would love to see a speech from you about oh my God. entering the family or just like <laughs> Just so you know, these yeah. are the things that you need to know, know about our family. And it's fine because it's fine. <laughs> yep. And we never talk about it because it's fine. Yes. So it's fine. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Everything's That's, fine. We're fine. Which that should be my family motto. Yeah. It's like, we don't need to fine. talk about it because it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that works. Um, oh, I just... How do you go through, and I don't want to, this isn't me trying to convert you back to your family. No, this is is more like, I'm super interested in this because it's a profound choice. Mm -hmm. It's just like, do you get more comfortable cutting them out with in stages? I also find it interesting that you maybe had to be talked into cutting some people out of your life when clearly everyone else is just going cutting yeah, crazy. They're just exactly right. I know it's it's crazy. Um yeah, I mean like I think there's there's parts. Uh I try and think about it and be like when was it when did I stop talking to my mom? Um, cause my mom, like I used to be, I used to think my mom was my best friend. Like there was a, a point in my life where like, she was the only person I talked to. Um, and then there was a point probably throughout college and into like when I moved to, to, uh, Toronto where I would like call her to talk to her like once a week and it'd be always a FaceTime. And I remember me being like, Oh, I have to talk to my mom today. And I have to like prep myself to do it. And then eventually I got to a point and be like, Every time I'm like anxious and then I'm exhausted after. Why am I doing that? Why am I letting my, like, why am I forcing myself into this position when I hate it and I'm not gaining anything? Like there's nothing that I'm actually gaining from this. Um, So I just stopped. I just stopped asking her to FaceTime because it was always me that was like, hey, let's catch up. Like it was always me initiating. And I was like, that's also weird because you're the mom, but. Uh, yeah, I came to a point where I was like, all right, well, if I'm just, I'm just not going to ask, like, I'm just not going to ask. And then she just didn't ask me. So, (laughs) I mean, I know that for me, I don't have a great relationship with my parents, although we are talking, that is, (laughs) that is a bar. Yeah. Uh, Is that you never have to. I really had to learn to stop expecting someone to be someone they're not. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then also, yeah, because that's also me putting a lot of pressure on them for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Uh, I also, I have an idea for a game show. Okay. It is you have, you're on with your parent and then it's like match game, but they have to guess how they scarred you. And I don't think that a parent yes. will ever guess right. Get it. Yeah, they won't. No. I don't get what it is. Because, like, again, my dad having, like, the sad uh, moment, it happened during the pandemic. And we were on the phone, and he just started apologizing to me oh, for stuff. No. And I was just like, 
it's not the right stuff, but I'm glad that you're yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. And it was funny because I was I was walking while I was on it and I bumped into an old friend like, hey, how are you? I'm like, shut up. You don't understand. This is I've been waiting for this for 10 to 12 oh, no. years. Oh. Just go. And I like ran away from them. Yeah. But yeah. uh and the the other thing that I think I've realized is that like you never are going to stop wanting your parent to be your parent. Yeah. And that's always going to hurt a little bit for a second, but that's normal. Like that's the most ingrained thing Mm -hmm. that we have as like human monkeys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Have you watched the show Bojack Horseman? Yes, I have. Yeah, uh, I figured because it's all about mental health, you know. <laughs> uh, I just assume everyone in comedy should watch it. Um, oh, and yeah. they, the the funeral episode, the eulogy episode. Um, he says something that like kind of really stuck about like he, he was sad that when his mom died because that was the moment who knew that he knew that she would never be the person that she wanted he wanted her to be. Like, there's no, there's never going to be a point where she's ever going to be that person because now she's no longer alive. Which, like, yeah. yeah. Which is, like, it's so – because you're, like, you're hoping for them to do this. You're hoping for them to do this, this, this. And then that that moment comes and you're, like, oh, like, that's never going to happen. I'm never going to get that. Like, there's no way I can actually ever get that with my parent now. See, and that's – when I think about that, I honestly – I have a reoccurring dream. Oh, this okay. is the one reoccurring dream with any yes. consistency is I have to eulogize my parents. Mm. And it's so difficult because I feel like it's not that they weren't around, but I just don't feel like I got to know them. Like, yeah. And anyone else I would be explaining to them knew them in a completely different context. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I feel the same. I feel like I could never actually know who my parents are. That's why I just like in my head, I'm always like, who else could do it? That wouldn't be weird. Is a, is a strategic thought. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Do you think, do you think either of your sisters will be like equipped? Oh my God. Oh my God. No, honestly, it would have to be their partners. Like that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the only person who could actually eulogize them properly. I think because they actually spend time with them. I don't know. Uh, I hear like little things, you know, I remember because my whole thing is like, I, you know, I wanted my dad to be proud of me. That was like a whole thing too, where, uh, you know, every time I do a performance, I would invite him and he would find a way to tell me how it was bad um, or how <laughs> yeah. I like, you know, sang the wrong note or something. He's like, yeah, I, I noticed you fucked this up. Thanks, dad. Thanks so much for that. I really appreciate it. That's definitely what I'm looking for. Um, but my sister would tell me like, oh, like dad says that he's proud of you all the time. Like he thinks that you're like so strong and like you're so independent and he's so proud of you i'm like really he tells you that he tells you that that's nice that's nice to know that he's just telling like someone. pinning you against each other just yeah, like- yeah yeah i'm like cool cool yeah yeah that's good that's good <laughs> i don't know but like you're in a healthy place with it i mean you seem mm-hmm. happy yeah yeah that's the thing i'm like i feel very happy i'm i know where i stand in that like 
dynamic. I know like who I am and I'm very happy with the life that I currently have in Toronto, like with my partner, with my job, you know, despite the pandemic. Uh, I'm very, yeah, I'm very happy. So despite all of the like family shit, I, I also, I use it as like an entertainment tool. Cause I think, I honestly think it's just like, there's nothing else I can do with it. Like there is, there's nothing else. I could never right. like, I, my mom even said when she found out I was in therapy, she was like, well, it's a good thing that you don't have anything to talk to your therapist about me because we had such a great childhood. <laughs> this is what my mom said to me. And I was like, I'm imagining her like grabbing you by the shoulder yeah. while she says this. Like, <laughs> it's a good it's thing fine. that you had such a good childhood with me. Uh, so it's just, I'm aware that nothing I say to them is going to make them think any differently. So I just, again, like I think it goes back to the, accepting who they are and you can't change a person. So, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How do you think that being polyamorous in any way has helped you with this? Has given um, you tools? Maybe. I mean, I think like I, I, as much as like I, I was neglected of actual real love, unconditional love, um, as a child. I think there's the the idea that like uh, being polyamorous, but also just the way that I see my friendships too. Like I have very very strong connections with the people in my life, and mm-hmm. I think I realized from a young age that I needed that that I needed people in my life if they're not going to be family. Um, and I have developed really strong relationships with like all of my friends and also my partners. Like I've been able to find ways to like be- make them my family. And I think there's also that concept of like you make your own family. Like that's kind of what I live with. And I, yeah, I, I care so deeply about all of the people that I have made important in my life. Um, and I think that really kind of, yeah, that, that helps a lot uh, with, with the family neglect kind of angle yeah no i like it's it's also just accepting that the approval's not coming yeah or they 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 would never think to say that yeah 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 because i also i also know i do a thing on the phone with them where they ask like how are you doing and i just list accomplishments to try and justify oh my god yes yeah but it it is also like it is a weird thing that you get taught to like, how to say this. Uh, you have to choose between their love and your own autonomy. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel bad for wanting that autonomy, but honestly you have to pick the autonomy every time because anything else is conditional love and you'll just be stuck in a rut. God, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big one for sure. Yeah, I f- I feel like I just got therapy for the second time this week. Yes, yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Talk it all out. And and like you, honestly, the wedding was the last time you talked, or no? I still have conversations. Like I still talk with them. Um, specifically, like my younger sister. Uh, was coming up to Toronto and like, again, my family has never visited me, like aside from that one time when they came up. Um, 
and I've been here for 10 years. So it's like, okay, cool. Uh, but my younger sister was coming up with her partner because she's pregnant and uh, she has very bad like health things. Um, so she was actually seeing a doctor at sick kids, uh, like every other week she had to fly down to Toronto. Oh, so wow. I was, so I ended up actually like developing more of a relationship with her while she was here, uh, because we actually talked about real things. So that was, that was neat. Like it was, cause I, again, that was something that I was like, ah, my sister's my sister, but, uh, and even in, in spite of all that too, I'm like aware that my, my younger sister doesn't have a relationship with my older sister. And I'm aware, I'm so aware of that. Um, so I have to like weirdly play the line of like, yeah, I'm on both of your sides, but am I on a side? Like, am I just kind of like Switzerland here? Like, I don't know uh, where I sit. So I'm hearing it from them. And then my older sister, is she has two kids. So she's always really busy. And she'll like message me from randomly and be like, I just want to see you. Like, it's been so long. I'm like, okay, well, you can come here. Like, I don't know why you want me to come visit and like my dad's uh wife messages me sometimes she checks in so that's that's nice as i was saying she likes to pretend that she's my mom so it's Uh, just you checking yeah actively not feeding it yeah as much and taking a step back yeah yeah basically of me being like cool you guys are still alive that's awesome cool i'm 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 alive too I don't know. I need someone. I need a mentor during this whole thing that's going to like give you this information. And again, I'm kind of leaning to like the DJ just because I can't think yeah. of a person in the wedding who's not involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's great though. There's a lot. There's so much different tension to work with. Yes. Oh my God. There's yeah. A lot. I think there's also, there was a, a moment too that I think, um, really kind of defines my character um, was my next door neighbor. Um, her mom wasn't around because she was really young when she had her. And so she was my next neighbor, Amanda, was taken care of by her grandpa. Um, but she was basically like our other sister. Like she was over all the time. Like we always played outside together and whatnot. And we were at the wet and they were at the wedding and they were like, yeah, I can't believe like Karen's not here. And like Amanda's mom was like, yeah, I mean, she was, your mom was kind of always like obsessed with herself. Like she's kind of like her own. I was like, yeah, no, no, she's a narcissist. Yeah. No, you can say that. Uh, And specifically Amanda was like, she's like, I remember when you were younger and you would get so anxious. I don't remember a lot of my childhood, but Amanda was like, you would get so anxious because you would always be seeking approval. Like you always had to be doing the right thing because you were afraid that you would do the wrong thing and you would ju- you were such an anxious child. And I'm like, I do not remember that. But I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, because Karen would put that pressure on you. Cause she'd be like, look at look at my daughter Holly. Look how fantastic she is. Look how amazing she is. She's so smart and talented. Um and I felt like I had to I had to be that standard. I had to hit that bar. Yeah. See, I will give my parents credit to the whole like not knowing how to tell me I did a good job because I was into art and they just <laughs> did not know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of They're a thing. Like, okay. But like yeah, you definitely find those other those other kids. Although <laughs> there was one time as a kid, I guess uh you know when there's like a side to a house that's been closed off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were living in a house, and it had one of those block parent signs on it. 
and we didn't parent? know. So block parents was probably a terrible idea in the 90s. It was like a sign you could put up in your window that'd be like, kids are safe here if they need a thing or are in oh, trouble. Okay, okay, okay. Like a block parent. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. No, it's, yeah, it was weird, but yeah. It No, it is weird. It is weird. So all of a sudden, uh, when I was like in grade one, randomly we get these knocks on the door and it would be like a kid being like, I would like a sandwich now, please. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got to take advantage of it. And I would have to watch my mom like mother these other children. I'm like, so you do know. So you know how to do it. <laughs> I also like grilled cheese. Yes, well please. Played. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, what a terrible idea. And yeah. also all those kids were just scamming the system. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's brilliant. I would never yeah. I wouldn't know how to do that, but I think that's great. Uh, I'm going to pitch you uh, a title for yep. the, the film. Yeah, I, I know you have one, but it's no, just stuck in my head now. Is Till Death Do We Part. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I love that. Till Death Do We Part. <sighs> I don't know. Do you have – we've only got a couple minutes left. Do you have any, yeah. like, parting wisdom on the topic? Honestly, like – I think it's really important to make your own family um, and or, or like or know what your boundaries are as well. Like I think so many people will uh, not follow their own needs based on others. I mean, I'm I'm an empath, so obviously I help. I'm usually helping others. Yeah. But there is a there is moments where you have to acknowledge like, OK, this is something that is actually not good for me. This is actually I'm not mentally well when this happens. So like acknowledging that and taking the time to understand. And also I'm going to, I'm going to be honest, therapy, people just need to go to therapy because that's when I started to unpack all of it. And I was like, Oh, I'm actually not best friends with my mom. She's just using me until I win an Oscar. So she can tell people how important she is. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's especially as an empath, it's like learning that you don't have to, the world doesn't just happen to you. Yeah. You can also like use that like energy to like control your own situation. Yes. And it's not a betrayal I of know. some kind. Yeah. Yeah. And also if anyone puts like something on you and is going to put the blame on you, then they're clearly unpacking their own shit. And I think that's something that really helps me when they're like, you are so terrible because you did this. Like I remember my, my mom's boyfriend actually messaged all of us girls. Uh, and we're like, you guys are not good children to your mother. You're not like, you're not good enough. You need to be better. And this is my mom's boyfriend who again, just came out of nowhere. Like he just, came out of nowhere all of a sudden was invited to Christmas and we're like, who's this? Who is this person? Like, <laughs> thanks mom. Uh, and I, I shut him down and I was like, you do not get to tell me how my relationship with my mom goes. Cause you're not part of that relationship and you do not get to say if I'm good or not. Thank you. And I like left the conversation. Uh, oh. but yeah. So I'm like, if anyone's going to tell you that you're not good enough or that you're not doing something, then they're unpacking their own shit. Like I, sorry. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I that's that's a lot. That's a I lot know. to take in. Yeah. 
Do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, um, yeah, I, I stream on Twitch, so uh, feel free to follow or watch me make fun of myself all the time playing video games. Uh, just twitch.tv slash fools K. That's that's me. Great. Yeah. Uh, well, th- thank you for your lived experience. Yay. And letting it was us fun. pry that for for morsels <laughs> of enlightenment. Oh, I know. Now I want to write this movie. So. <laughs> it's the structure is there. It is, I know. Yeah. It's great. Uh, you really are the hero of your own journey. No, oh, Matt, yeah. edit that out. That was too <laughs> too cheesy. Too cheesy. But thank you for doing this. And yeah, uh, to the audience, as always, you're welcome. You're welcome. There you go. Up Your Life has been a stupid fancy production in partnership with Showbiz Monkeys. The show was hosted and created by Andrew Lazotte. You can find Andrew on Twitter and Instagram as at ThinLazotte, or check us out on Facebook at Punch Up Your Life. Theme music was composed and performed by Leif Ingerbritsen, photography by Tyra Sweet, and artwork was designed by Todd Graham. The show was produced, edited, fact-checked, and all questions and tangents were researched by me, Matt Ardell. Please remember to like and subscribe, and leave a comment. Let us know which stories you'd like to see get made into a film, or pitch us your own story. Who knows? You could end up being the next guest of the show. Thanks for listening, and remember, you are the hero of your own story. Story.